Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast, where we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. I'm your host, Jerome Rand. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today, you'll want to grab that seatbelt and buckle up because it's going to be a bit of a bumpy ride. I ended up sitting down with Sven for about an hour and a half. Pretty much, eh, we don't really talk much about sailing, uh, but we talk about all sorts of stuff, travel, whatever, kind of all over the place. You know, it's always fun when it's Sven because we just sort of shoot from the hip and see what comes out. And uh, anytime, anytime I get to uh, listen to Sven or have him on the show, it's always pretty entertaining. So hopefully everybody enjoys it, feels like they're sitting in the room with us uh, because that's what my goal is with these these Sven shows, uh, they really do a pretty good job, I think, of, I don't know, just being good background noise, maybe, good fodder, uh, maybe hopefully give you a good laugh. We do have a couple pretty funny stories in here, too, so uh, hopefully it'll be enjoyable. Word to the wisers, bit of foul language, 99% of which comes out of Sven's mouth because I always try and keep it clean. Hint, hint, Sven. Uh, other than that, like I always say before I start the show, if you want to support the ongoing efforts of the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast, you can follow the link and become one of the Patreon family who are absolutely tremendous. We're 49 strong at this point. It's fantastic. Let's hit up 50. That'd be cool. And uh, it's going to keep this show going long into the years. Uh, other than that, we have all the merch available. Link in the uh, description as well. And then if you want to reach out to the show, sailingintooblivion.com, podcast link, hit the contact the show button, and those emails come directly to me. Other than that, uh, yeah, here we go. Welcome back, Sven, for I think show number five. In another test, or we, we no, Sven, we are live once more yeah. for the, <laughs> again. I don't know if this is the four peat or the three peat. No, it's, it's definitely a four, at least four, four yeah. At least there's a fourth, yeah. Welcome back to the show, brother. Oh, it's always a it's great to be here, you know, down I, here I, in balmy St. Petersburg, <laughs> Florida. Should I give your address because you're fully armed and it doesn't matter? No, no, don't. <laughs> we definitely don't want I'm gonna that. I'm going to dox you, man. No, don't dox me. <laughs> don't dox me. I mean, you can dox me as far as St. Pete because, I mean, this place good is... Good luck finding me, huh? Yeah, good luck finding me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, this is a sunny place for shady people, so... I, you know, they say that about uh, Yost Van Dyke as well. Oh, uh, do they? The, I forget. There's White Bay... It must be White Bay where Soggy Dollar Bar is. Oh, yes. Yep, yeah. Because yep, 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 yep. the other one, I think. I've been there a couple of times. Isn't that the place where they do the, the, the parties? The Oh, they do all sorts there. Uh, well, well, you not, might not be the, thinking the, the, the mushroom tea parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. actually, that was the Bomba Shack. On oh, Tortola. yes, that's right. Okay, okay, the yeah. Bomba Shack. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Oh, yeah. well, it's, well, and it, it got basic. I mean, it was, it was held together with twigs, so when oh. Irma... <laughs> came through and blew that thing to pieces but they pretty much just collected it off the beach i think and put it back together yeah just little zip ties and oh uh, yeah and i think so yeah the old bomb you know, as long as the kegerators work again that's all you really need right and, and the blender and the blender yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. no that was always a fun place one of my favorite memories uh being down in the the bvi was was anytime i would go and visit like Drew or Giles and Kaylee, 
you know, people that grew up, well, Drew didn't, but Giles and Kaylee were born in the BVI. Yeah. And, you know, rolling around that island with them. Jeez. Yeah. I, mean, I, can, only, I can only imagine. Oh, God, I mean, it, it, anytime you go somewhere, right, the first thing you want to do is find out what are the locals doing. Well, they're going to give you the best spots. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They know exactly what's what's going on. Like, um, like when I was in Valencia, um, uh, I went out with this guy, Maxi, who, who was a team member on the uh, 32nd. But his, I, I think it was his girlfriend at the time, but soon became his wife. Anyways, I was like, it, it, Maxi's English was about as broken as you can get. Right. And, and right. so and so I'm like, but <coughs> but he knew I liked food. He knew I was a foodie. You know, I've been a foodie for ever since forever. Right? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> as a kid, you'd be like, Jerome, you got to try that. <laughs> yeah, no, right? yeah. And so um, he, he took me to this tapas bar, but not like tapas like you're thinking, you know, it's, it's not 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 nice, not tablecloths, not like or, or you know, you know, belly up to the bar. Let's let's have some tapas, you know, some some uh, octopus on top of potatoes typing snacky. No, things. like more yeah. homegrown. This is there was there was stuff in there that they're actually not supposed to serve because like there are these little there was these little fish that they fried, but mm -hmm. you're technically not supposed to catch them. Oh, <laughs> oh right. yeah. This is, yeah. Dude, best food I've ever eaten. We sat there, his English and my, between his English and, and my Italian, he's Italian, but we were in Spain. Yeah. Between our communication breakdown, we just sat there silent, eating some of the best <laughs> food I have ever put in my mouth and the only reason i found that place out was because got to go with the locals got to go with the locals absolutely yeah. I, I mean they, when i i was lucky enough to spend three days in istanbul after a yacht delivery. oh that, yeah that's right was that kodiak uh no that wasn't kodiak that was the next one katura oh Katura. which now yeah. was burnt down in antigua after a lightning strike <laughs> nice uh years later but uh yeah that was like a 98 footer or something like that, yeah, that was big bone. Big yeah, bone. you know i and, and actually years after that i did a yacht delivery just picked one up from fort lauderdale down to st martin on it's like a 68 foot oyster oh is that when you were staying in that uh hostily type the, thing? the crew house yeah, yeah. The crew oh house. boy that oh. the dredges you came and visited Ooh, yeah. that one oh, time. i did and that whoa what a shit show that turned out to yeah I, we can't even talk about now nah, we don't need to go into the events that uh, yeah. led to basically yeah. us blurry eyed coming yeah. out uh, of a place, place and, of a place and it was already sunny yeah yeah, yeah that was pretty rough rough yeah. times but, but Hey. Those, those are sort of things that build Character. the person that you are today. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So it absolutely. does matter. Absolutely. No, I remember that night. How I remember that night is very. Yeah, I, I, While I, we were young, our livers yeah, yeah. were functioning. Yeah, yeah, I defied physics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, in, in Istanbul, uh, yeah, essentially. Two days of wandering around aimlessly myself, trying to sort of see the sights. And then the last day I paid for a guide. And holy cow, if I didn't do that, I would have missed out on 90% of the oh, experience. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. We we did, uh, Ian and I did Tokyo with a guide. 
Oh, really? Yes. And God, you are well traveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and and you know what? Most of it was done before I was the age of twenty-five. Right? I haven't started traveling again since since I you know met Ina and her her wanderlust. You know, because we had done so much shit before we were what our thirties. Wow. Yeah, I mean, between like family stuff, because yeah. mom and dad were always pretty good about trying to show show us the world and everything. But th- there was a point where you were sort of you took advantage of every opportunity that came out. Well, oh, you know, oh, and the, I was clowning around at camp and doing all these other things. Yeah. Well, uh, a lot of that stuff that I did was work related. Yeah, you know? yeah. But how many countries I, have you been to? Uh, you got to count. No, I know. I ha- I mean, I can do a short list. I mean, I, we, we, both of us have pretty much been all over the Caribbean, except for like super south. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've never been there. St. Uh, Lucia is about know, as far uh, south as I've gone. Yeah, you know, Mexico is now my haunt just because of, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, you know, Brazil, uh, Philippines, Taiwan, Australia. I haven't been to New Zealand. And and my coworkers actually it's give me shit. Cool about, my my coworkers actually give me shit about that because I'm like I go, they go they go. Well, have you been to New Zealand? I'm like yeah, I'm the only one in my family who hasn't. <laughs> and they're like, why, dude? Has mom been there? I don't think mom. Yeah, been they went there. fly fishing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Adam's been there. Didn't he go with you and Mox? Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm an idiot. Uh, oh, guy. I'm an another idiot. cup of coffee. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was a long drive yesterday. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. Well, it is. You know, New Zealand. I think still is one of those destinations that's very unique because it's it packs so much into such a small area. This, you know, it's just it's it's what maybe one or half a time bigger than California. It's almost shaped the same way. Um, yeah. It's like, like 4 million people or something, 4.5 million Something people. like that, you yeah. know. And, it, you know, I was fortunate to get there just before the Lord of the Rings. And then I've been there <laughs> the Lord after. The and it, it made a huge impact. Oh, it really did. You know, yeah. the, the amount of tourism that was going on. But that was also right around the time uh, The Beach came out, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, that yeah, spawned. Yeah. I, I watched that movie. It was, it was all right. It, it was, was good. good at the time. Good. I mean, in my twenties, I think that was when I that came out. It was sort of like, wow, okay, well, I got to do that too. That looks awesome. Yeah, let's go travel. But yeah. so did uh, you know ninety million other people. Uh, yeah, we be where was the beach shot? In Thailand, I think. In Thailand, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that that That's beach one is actually ro- photoshopped that. a little bit, but. Uh, only to completely encase it in those cliffs. I think there's just like a gap there. Yeah, that that's actually a place I would I, I sorely like missed. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, you know, and uh, you can do it on a budget too. You can do it super cheap. All super those cheap. like uh, Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam, yeah. all those are supposed to be. Uh, Pax has been over there. He's oh, done, really? Like, he spent like a year over there. Where? In Vietnam? Southeast Asia, all over the place. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, was but, he selling yachts? No, no, no. He no, was rigging? just traveling. Just traveling. Just yeah, traveling. The guy from Quebec. It's like, hey. And, it, it, you know, I, that's uh, not to talk about another podcast we're going to do on this podcast, but, uh, you know, he, he does engineering, like electrical engineering and stuff for 
steel foundries. Like, oh, that's what you're saying. He is an yeah. integral part of why we still are able to produce steel. Really? Like he goes in and they're like, we got problems. And he's like, I got solutions. Meanwhile, he's also traveled all over the place. He's just great. Like, we're going to do a podcast about those two subjects. What it's like to be in these huge furnaces. Oh, I can't imagine. Sort their problems out. And then, you know, oh, he's just, he's got so many great stories. And he travels constantly. He has to go, because they're all over the states. And so oh, he yeah. just goes from one to the next to the next. Well, you, you can keep the industry alive in the United States. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we have that huge infrastructure and everything. I mean, you drive past Gary, Indiana. At one point, that was the largest... Uh, Steel producing steel. area in the world. Yeah, and and at one point Detroit was the richest city in mm -hmm. the world. You know, it's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 sad but interesting to to see that. You know, which is which is you know, it's, it's tough to swallow. But maybe these places can make comebacks. I know I know that um, that uh, John John. Uh, my yeah, don't friend. say his last no, name. We're not, we're not saying last names. <laughs> <laughs> no one can get doxxed. Um, but uh, you know, he he's apparently uh, Detroit's going through a little bit of a renaissance. Yeah, and, and yeah. he's experiencing that, and, and I and I hear from him all the time because you know we talk constantly, and uh, it's just interesting to see that yes, a, a, a city can make a comeback. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It really can, you know, and it's it. it you, you see some towns that the infrastructure isn't quite built for, you know, you know, because like St. Pete's sort of a weird one because we're on that, this perfect grid system. And apparently the downtown was just horrible, right? Um, you, you wouldn't go there unless you were trying to buy, buy a bag of crack. Oh, and, back and in like the eighties and stuff. 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so this this place has not now made this renaissance where versus Tampa, just a bridge away, all right, was built up to be the suburbs, you know. Oh, so this, this was St. Pete was originally just like where everybody was going to live. It was it was post World War Two grid style. You know, the, the you know the military guys got to they got to do something when they come back from the war. And yeah. So what they do is they they're very engineering. They're like, okay, this is gonna be a perfect grid system. You know, which usually makes for a pretty blah. Well, this it, area that you live in, yeah, it's, it's, it's very similar. It's to that. very I mean, grid, very yeah. grid. But the downtown is super super walkable. Tampa, unfortunately, is not walkable. You need a car in order to go from point A to point B. Mm. Downtown St. Pete, you don't need a car. It feels like a small town. It's, it, it feels like a small city. With big buildings. Yeah, with big building, and it's just getting bigger. But, but the, the, the thing about it is, is that St. Pete wasn't known to be a great spot <laughs> like 10 years ago. Yeah. But now... Because it has that walkability. And the other thing that also makes it like just like where it hits the mark is the fact that you um, that you can the, the Uber changes everything. You don't need to be downtown. If, if downtown is 10 minutes away, 
and an Uber's only twelve bucks. Yeah, you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and remember, I know, I know, we're talking about some crazy subjects, but you don't have to whisper. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not well, I mean, but they must have had a taxi, you know, cab companies in here and stuff, yeah, right? Back yeah, in the day. I, they must have, you know. Life before Uber and Lyft. Dude, I remember I, 77777. That was like yep, the, yep, yep. the one the taxi that cab. was all in yeah. Fort Lauderdale. And we used to use yeah. cabs all the time. I mean, it's such a game changer if you want to live near, near, not in the metropolitan area, but you want to have the, all the accoutrements of the metropolitan yeah, yeah. area, you know. That's, Without having to drive yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Think yeah. about it, you know, go, go, you know, 60 years back or whatever when drinking and driving was sort of acceptable and normal. We'll follow you home. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dangerous would the roads well, not have only been. that, but think how anyway. dangerous the cars themselves were. Oh, just it, huge it, steel, you know, just <laughs> razor blades coming shooting at you on a fender bender. Yeah, and, <laughs> hitting the back end of a '57 Chevy and having the fin go through the window. I mean, I mean, even even before safety <laughs> safety glass. Just being showered oh, with yeah. yeah razor blades, you know, unbelievable. Or even go further back, you know, they come out with the Model T, and all of a sudden, New York City's got a million of them, and there's pedestrians aren't quite used to the fact that they have to share the streets with with a car with a car. Yeah, and then there's horses too getting spooked. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. That'd be nuts. Well, the <laughs> you know the one thing when you had the horses and the people, and when it was just horses and people, yeah, at least. The, the horse had some level of reasoning. Yeah, in exactly it. right. Dude, the, the best story I have about horses is at the Genoa Bar. You have, have you had a beer there in in Newport? No, no, in Nevada. Did no, you come huh? into, no, maybe it was I've just never, Adam. It was just Adam. Yeah, I've never even been in. Nevada. Right. My best story is guys still show up with horses. Right? Oh, really? Uh, this is the oldest tavern in nevada yeah right? it's in genoa um outside of uh, carson city i watched a guy just blind drunk get on his horse pass out <laughs> like with like we're talking like cowboy hat down over the shoulders just bouncing yeah yes and the horse Took him home. Took him home. Yeah. There you go. He was like, oh, yeah, because we've done this a bunch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the horse is like, I know what's going on here. I can, I can smell you from here. Yeah, it's time to go home. <laughs> yeah. And I watched it. I watched it. And I was just like, holy shit. And, and I think, technically, it's illegal to drive a horse drunk in Nevada. And I'm sure it's because of situations it's like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I, I doubt a cop would somebody over drunk on a horse i don't know it would just man. be so rare you watch it. audit for audit they pulled that uh, one guy over oh yeah on a horse they did pull that the, guy on, a horse. on the side of the road. road yeah and that guy was in the right yeah. well, he schooled the police on that yes one, he did that, that's sure. a great oh god that's a great episode yeah i'll tell you uh it's on youtube it's called audit for audit audit the audit the audit audit the audit yeah sorry and if you want to jump into it, just search the one about the the railroad tracks and the police cruiser. And I'll, oh my gosh, 
Oh, that's so oh, upsetting. Uh, it's just terrible. It, it, terrible. Well, you know, I was, I, was, I was sort of trying to figure out, I'm like, why is it called audit the audit? And then they sort of explain it a little bit. And there's like guys out there that audit the, um, their, their, their freedoms, rights and their freedoms, freedoms and yeah. rights and stuff like that. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, there's guys out there. They're just poking at the police, trying to get them to flip their shit and, and get them in trouble and get them fired and, you know, make, you know. Well, I, I don't know if the intention is, is that sort of nefarious. I, I think it's more of, you know, almost trying to keep them in check of like, yeah. okay, do they know? They don't know the I rules. I actually do have the rights to do this, this or that. Yeah, yeah because they're, they're testing the, the police's knowledge or the police or law enforcement's knowledge on the rules that they're supposed to enforce. Yeah. And if they're uneducated, then nobody wins. Everybody gets Well, harassed. that's the thing. That's the nice part about that channel is, yeah. you know, it's not all like in favor of one side or the other. It's really, they're like, well... <laughs> You know, the police get an A on this one, and so and so gets an F, or the other way. Around. Or the other way around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a great channel. Yeah, fun. I know. Uh, there's there's a lot of good stuff on there. It's it's been interesting, sort of sharing different different channels and everything. But uh, but anyway, you know, we sort of got off off track there from from the traveling bug. But, oh uh, yeah, yep, yep. The Philippines. Uh, yeah, that must Philippines. have been. That was pretty. You were young too for that. Yeah, one, right? I believe I was teenager. Like, uh, 22, 21. Twenty-two. I was. I was of drinking age. I do remember that. Um, that one was wild because we went all over the place, and the Philippines has like seven thousand one hundred nine islands. Something oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's a big place, and we went to a, a lot of islands um, there because the gentleman I was with, he was teaching. Um, he was teaching teachers how to teach music better. Oh, okay. You know, that was uh, Jerry, Jerry Brongel. And, um, and so I was just sort of his escort because he was, he was getting a little older and stuff like that. But that, that, that was cool because we covered a lot. We were in a car every day going to somewhere else or a plane or a boat. We were, we were moving. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that was cool. That was, that was, that was a, ton of fun um i'm trying to think of some maybe some others that i've been you know what you know what the one that's really on my list though hmm. south korea that Ooh. yes i want that i don't i don't need to go to china because i've already been to china taiwan i'd like to go to china taiwan not the big cities but like the taiwan bro taiwan i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do any overtures about their situation with china right right. but taiwan is awesome oh so you've been there yeah oh, oh, oh we, we yeah, yeah, right. yeah 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 okay. and, and and the, the nice thing is you get to do the whole country yeah because it's not big it's not very big and it's it's i call it china light <laughs> and it is it is like china, i'll have a china light yeah i'll have a china light and there's and they're so nice it is it, 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 they didn't. They didn't bat an eye at the white guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was the only one around. You know. They just were like, ah, whatever. Maybe you live here. I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. It, true. True. You know. And uh, so I mean, I would if if you were gonna do a, a a Chinese quote unquote Chinese experience, Taiwan, mm. hands down, without question. You know. But but Korea. Would be, I think that'd be really fun because I think that'd be like, I mean, even Taiwan was a food adventure. 
I oh, I hear yeah. Korea would is a crazy food adventure. But you're right though when you were saying earlier, get get the guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that, I mean, it's just it it it's a great way not to waste your a lot of your time yeah. at a place just bumbling around and not really. You know, you can walk into one store where if you if you would have gone to the one right next door, you would have had a way better experience. Yes. Okay. So I yes, I got spoiled in Taiwan because we went with Bruce. Yeah. Who's 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 our? He, I mean, he came to our wedding. Right. Right. He, you know, he's a, he's a longtime friend, and he he is from there, and, mm-hmm. and so we got the you couldn't even pay. Yeah, yeah. For Bruce's tour. Well, and, and, you know, you can always just put yourself back into, you know, reverse it where, you know, somebody comes and visits you in St. Pete. Oh, yeah. I was from, like, oh. you know, Iceland. Oh, yeah. I would take, oh, I'd be like, all right, we're going to this yeah. place and Let's this place. Let's go to Bodega. We're going to get Cubanos. Yeah. And then we're going to go no, here. Yeah. Absolutely. No, these, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. But if they're in your Rome, Take them out. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, and you know, I, I think that also uh, when you travel solo, so early on in my sort of traveling, when I used to do a lot more of it, it's typically by myself. And in, in some places, I found that it was nice because because you're alone, you don't seclude yourself. You have to meet all these other people. And yep. then all of a sudden, you, you sort of break off and have all these different adventures that you wouldn't have if you if it was like you and another person or you and a couple people where yeah. you're sort of doing your things and you're trying to plan things out you're a little less apt to be like hey what's everybody doing tonight and then you can sort of not latch on but you know sort of group up a little bit with some other people who have more insight or different sort of yeah like plans so like when i did rio right i was alone because that was a work trip. Yeah. You know, but I was managing the schedule enough so I did have a, a bit of some time off. Right. And uh and it was it was funny because I I didn't latch on, but but I definitely befriended the guy who was like the manager or you know pseudo manager of the hotel that I was staying at. Mm-hmm. And so immediately he was like, "Here, here." Here, 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 here. This is, this is where you need to go. Yeah, yeah. Cl- click these boxes. And, and stay away from that and, area. Oh, and, stay, and very much stay away from that. I'm there. sure. Yeah. Place yeah. Like, how many people live in Rio? It's millions, uh, tens of millions, tens of millions probably. Yeah. It's one of the it's, big. It's you know, a big one. Top it's twenty a, or dude, something. It, that. You're not seeing stars down there. I mean, that that place is lit up. Oh, you know. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, and it's and it's busy. It's a bustling. Yeah, and, and there's there's a bunch of you know it gr- great place though great place you know, but uh, and 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 then, you know we've done Kenya too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's yeah. that's like a whole different genre. Yeah, well, that, well, that's, I mean, that's a that's sheer adventure. Well, and that's a natural sort of thing. I mean, that's comparable, I think, to doing like a big camping trip or yeah, you know, any of that stuff where. Instead of instead of uh, traveling to a human destination, you're traveling to you might as well be traveling back in time. Pretty much, because you're 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 able to see these these majestic creatures in a completely untouched, uh, yeah. undeveloped, you know. And we went during migration. 
Yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. Remember the saw, sea man. of wildebeest coming when we were on the top of that mountain where I was flying that kite with uh, Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you looked off into the distance, and you're like, "Oh my god, that's a sea of animals." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making just it's, the biomass alone. It, it, yeah, it's just incredible. Just, just sitting there chewing their cud, well, it, trying it, not to get <laughs> hunted down by a lion. You know, and it makes sense of how a place like that is so fertile. Because I mean, all the 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 biomass, yeah. yeah you said I mean, it. the yeah, nutrients yeah. that are being dropped out of those things on a day. I mean, if you if well, you have a half a million of these, yeah, things, the grass picks up the sun. The, the wildebeest eat, the eat the grass. The wildebeest take don't, <laughs> and then and then they get eaten by a lion. The soil. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they get eaten by a lion, and then the hyenas come in and chew up the bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it would have been. I mean, I don't know how many how many buffalo were were or bison, whatever oh, you call them. I heard in the yeah. Americas, but geez, back in the day. And they, yeah. the other big thing is we used to have like ten billion birds. Didn't like Alex uh, to Tocqueville, to Tocqueville. You know the guy who, the guy who wrote the first European like sort of like oh god this is what's going on over there oh like a naturalist well he wrote a big book i think he was more like the political what's going on in the u.s Mm -hmm. you know back in the 1700s or whatever yeah i mean i'm sure we could google it but but uh but i apparently the the bison apparently it was just you couldn't swing a a baseball bat without hitting one. They were everywhere. They yeah, were yeah. absolutely everywhere. Well, and on, on Steve Rennell's thing, Meat Eater, there's an episode where where he goes out to get one, and one of the things he talks about is that essentially, if you shoot one of these things, um, if there's say ten of them, yeah, the other nine are gonna go about a hundred yards away, and they're all gonna stand there, just sort of spooked and not do anything. They're not gonna like bolt. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he's like, this is this is uh, a big reason why these animals were almost completely Extinct. wiped out because you shoot one and then they just go stand over next to them and then they go shoot another one and they just don't scatter. They they pretty much stay in that herd mentality. Yeah, they're they're not like a a reindeer herd. That yeah. Like, once like, once the mosquitoes get a little too swarmed up, they like all of a sudden. Whoa. Gone, yeah. yeah. Start it, it. I mean, it is. It's pretty amazing that those those animals survived those times where people just didn't, oh, they, they even were, have an inkling of like oh conservation. Yeah, yeah. Because it, I mean, they had they had things when they had were building the railroads. They had they had a like a I think it was pretty much a flatbed in between like where the you know the gentleman's car right you mm-hmm. know they, and first class yeah and first class. And then they could go and stand out on a flatbed with maybe some tables, and then they would just shoot them. Oh, and just shoot while, while they're they, just moving. While the train is underway. Just using literally these majestic beasts as like target practice. Target practice. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, I mean, it's absolutely that's disgusting. Rough. Yeah, yeah, that is rough. I mean, you know, not that. Uh, David Attenborough. Oh, my God. What would he say? The scavengers are going to come and, you know, at least get a good feed. I, that's one of the things I've always felt about the ocean is that, you know, you might. There's been times where I catch a fish. And I find a whole bunch of plastic in its belly, so I don't eat it, and I just you know chuck it over. It's yeah. only happened a couple of times, but 
I know that that fish is going to feed uh, an right. entire ecosystem, yeah. if not just one big old shark that's going to yeah. get it on the way down. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, all that stuff. I mean, the ocean devours absolutely every living thing that uh, ceases to oh, the, live. Oh, the, the best is that uh, the footage of those whale The falls. whales on the bottom. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's crazy. Is and it takes, like, years. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like a tree rotten in the woods. You and know? it just it always ends up with the crabs. The crabs oh, are, like, the last ones. That are yeah. like, Look at the marrow. Well, there, was a, there, was a, there was a recent radio lab. It was oh, like, about of evolution. Is yeah, it's like everything wants crab. to become a crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. This is nuts. You know, and 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 my, I was I was thinking to myself as I was listening to this, I was like, holy crap! So if we go to a Europa, or uh, and settle this, or you know, uh, one of the moons of Saturn, yeah. or Jupiter, we one, become one of the interplanetary ice, species. Yeah, well, no, 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 one of the ice moons, you know, or let's say we drill down and you know land there, drill down, break out a. <laughs> microscope or something it's like you know what the odds are we're gonna find it's a goddamn crab crabs yeah right <laughs> it's like a, it's great yeah they're like perfect little design i mean shoot they're, yeah. they're not bad although i mean shoot if you think about it i know the crab season up in uh pacific northwest like uh oh they had that vanishing there. yeah it all yeah. They vanished like they don't know what that i don't i haven't heard any updates on it but essentially the crab season was wiped out i think dungeness like, got wiped out for like they weren't allowed to fish for one whole yeah, season i think yeah. all of them yeah i could be wrong on that who knows Gosh, can't I, wait until this podcast takes off and we get to hire somebody. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bring that up. Bring it well, up. Well, I, I do know the one nice thing about Florida is that the uh, stone stone crab is sustainable. Sustainable by law because you're only able to rip off one claw off of a male. Right, and it has to, yeah, I mean, it could it has to be a certain size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's in the it. lobster industry, the, the lobstermen up in Maine, that's definitely sustainable because they they really, really protect that. I mean, the, the, have we, the have size we, Have range. we spoken, though? Wait, wait, not to interrupt you, but have we spoken <laughs> since you did Murph and... And uh, and Heath, yeah, I think so. Have we done a pod since then? I believe so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, God, that's classic. Oh, I know. Right, trust is. me, those those guys are are absolute salt of the earth. They're they're so. Cool. I've listened to that one so many times. In fact, my buddies Heath from, comes in hot. Yeah, it, my buddies from New Zealand. They're like. I absolutely love that one. Know, you know, know. but they, you know they're an island nation, so they're men of the sea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, they, uh, those guys. They, they schooled me on a lot of stuff, and uh, as far as the lobster industry and and how things. Oh are yeah, going. Not, you know, I'd, I'd be out there hauling pots with them. Dude, there's a lot of, to unpack on that episode. Yeah, there, there there's, is, there's a lot. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I had to edit it comes a lot in out of that hot. Too. Well, yeah. you you sent me the unedited one. And oh, I was, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is the greatest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. This is one of the best. One of the Well, best. I think there's something to be said when you get uh, a situation like that and somebody's really passionate about what they're talking about or like, you could say he was upset because it's it's dealing with his livelihood. Oh, and, absolutely. Just being taken away, and, you know. To, to watch debates go on on TV through the government or whatever about 
an industry that you're involved in and been involved in for generations. Generations. See that that yeah. see that would be the part that would kick you in the nuts. Oh when yeah. When someone's trying to monkey with with something that your the, your well, grandfather was doing, and, and you're your, looking at these people who, who don't have a clue, zero knowledge huh. at all. Exactly. They just have some weird lobbyist come in and say, "Well, we, you know, we want these wind farms, or we've got to drill this oil, and yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. we got to get these lobstermen out of the way." So it's like, can we write a law? And it's like, well, how much are you going to contribute to my campaign? Yeah, yeah. I'll cut you a check for a mill right now if you write this bill. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, I I could definitely understand where Heath was coming from. I mean, you know, in in my own estimation, in my own experience, too, I mean, I've been in that situation where you're you're looking at people making regulations that affect what you can do now to be able to provide money so that you can live and eat and all that. And it gets, you know, when it gets taken away and you're like, whoa, what? Yeah, well, especially when it's that generational deep, where it's bec- where it's formed the culture of where you live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you know, and that 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 would I I can see I would be even angrier. Yeah, right. I'd be freaking livid. Well, I mean, he was livid. But, oh, he was livid. Yeah. But, well, now yeah. he's he's. Uh, I just heard from Murph though, and and Heath has uh, rigged up his boat, smoking bull, with uh, scallop scalloping stuff oh okay so that for the next i don't know a couple months or something he's he's down there scalloping now oh nice he's a man of many talents he really seem like it oh yeah well he's got a brewery he's got the dispensary uh he he does his own farming and stuff on his property he's got the lobster boat and now he's got another boat where he's going to be hopefully he's thinking about doing some sort of charter fishing stuff but i think it's more of like a family Sort of boat and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he just he's and he's just he's an entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's nice. that uh, New England upper New England work ethic, you know. Yeah, he's just it's, he's just going for it, and he he's you know the nicest guy you could ever meet. You just sit down and see him, even if he doesn't know. I mean, I've watched him interact with just perfect strangers in the boatyard. Doesn't yeah. know him at all, and uh, you would think they were best friends. And that, and, yeah, and he he's comes a, across a like that. Big guy, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you see him in a dark alley, and you might turn around because you're like, "Oh, geez," mm. but you know, little to know, and he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, I wish I could do that accent. Like, oh, I know, right? Uh, he's, yeah, I, I, I'm usually pretty able to turn it on when I'm up there for the whole summer. After you've had a conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, well, that's a that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I can one. do a yeah, Scottish yeah. accent better than I can do that one. <laughs> I fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all you, all you have to do for the main accent, you say guy and bud and, and all hey, that guy. sort of stuff. Hey, guy. Like, hey, there, guy. Hey, there, guy. Easy. Oh. And our, our, our good friend, uh, Cy, who runs a... Uh, he's up in there. He do works with Lost Bros. Hey, he's he's got his fingers and everything's awesome. But uh, he's got this really interesting sort of main accent. I can try and do it, but he'll be like, hey there, guy. What you doing over there? That ain't gonna work good, huh? No way. Hey, easy throttle back. Throttle back. Well, and he he's a big fan. He can he can whistle, you know, really loud without using his hands, all that stuff. So when we're hauling and moving boats. He's just like. I wish I could do that. Oh, it's so it's incredible. I've seen our mother does it. 
I know. Oh, yeah. she, she's like, Ir- Irma's got, Irma's uh, got, that, that, she's got uh, two block radius at least lockdown. Yeah. I, mean, oh. I remember, I remember getting the whistle. Oh, yeah. You know, I would be up at like uh, Derek's place <laughs> playing in the yard, <laughs> and I just hear that whistle, and it was like, time to come home. Yeah. I was like, run, <laughs> run. <laughs> like, and all the cows. Life before <laughs> cell phones. Yeah. I remember sound, cell phones. You had to have Glorious. Yeah, yeah. God, we were so lucky to grow up. We were the last ones, man. What, that in that 80s? Where 80s yeah, you're and fine. early 90s. You're fine. You're fine. Just don't get hit by a car. Yeah. yeah well, just there was like a, a certain sense of freedom, but there was also a certain sense of, you know, you got to watch your back. Like they taught you things like, you know, stranger danger yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And so you, you sort of had to have your wits Don't get about into the win- windowless van with a guy offering <laughs> yeah. candy. Yeah, I know, and you're right? like, all right, well, if I know that, I'll probably be pretty safe. That, that, you know, that happened to me once. What? Yeah, yeah, just downtown. Uh, this this what? van came up. Adam and I wait, were walking wait. around near the old Gaslight Cinema. Uh, why is this a little... Yeah, do you want me to tell a story, or are you just yeah. going to keep saying, what? Well, I, I'm just... <laughs> you're my brother. This is bros talking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no, well, this van pulls up. It's a white van. And, <laughs> it's just a van. And, and there's, uh, there's a dude and a lady in there, and, and they were like, hey, you know, somebody dropped some money right there. You should come grab it. And uh, Adam and I sort of both looked at each other and looked at this car, and then we just bolted. We were just like, no way. What is that about? Well, there, you know that that is like religious towns, cult trying to. Who knows, dude? Who knows? This would have been probably 1987 or something. 88. It was like Division Street. Uh we were either on Division Street or Lake Street at that point. I don't know. That's weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no for sure, man. It's, you know what? Uh, yeah. Evil lurks in many places. You know, I, I, maybe, maybe just call myself lucky. I really haven't had one of those experiences. Well, you were an ugly kid. <laughs> no, but I also had radar, dude. <laughs> I mean, and you did too, because you knew to oh, yeah, get yeah, the yeah. fuck out of there. No, 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 but sure. I don't, you know what? When I was. When you I were was, not an ugly kid. No, I was a really good I looking apologize kid. for yeah, that. Yeah, very attractive. <laughs> humble, <laughs> too. How, how, humble. how else would I have landed, Ina? Fence right? the humblest. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, even when I was in San Francisco, it was just like radar on all the time. That uh, is honestly. I've walked through the Tenderloin going to a Justice concert with Ina and like just being like eyes in the back of your fucking head. You know, I'll and, bet you know. that personally is is frightening for me. Big cities, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. If I have one of those faces that people just like pick out of a crowd and they're like, you know what? Well, that it's prob- guy. It's probably because you're tall. Needs a punch in the face. <laughs> oh, like, no. That, that oh, no. I've oh, been no. I've been picked out of crowds a million times and all of a sudden like yelled at. I remember being in a bowling alley what? in England with a whole bunch of people and some irate person 10 lanes over. Starts shouting at me. He's like, you in the white shirt. And I mean, I'm like, holy God. Luckily, I was surrounded by a bunch of friends. But like, it was one of those things where I I don't know. I think some people just have that face. And what for whatever reason. And I I feel it when I walk down the street. 
in like a busy area. Maybe you do have that. I, I really have to make sure I'm not making eye contact and I have to sort of play it out correctly or else I'm a victim. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, Seriously. Like, 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 like I said, like, you know, going to the tenderloin and stuff like that to meet up with friends at a bar. And this was mid 2000s, right? When you were there? Uh, no, late two, late 2000, 2010-ish, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And uh, just trying my hardest to ghost through that place. Yeah. Just ghost. Just like, and, and walk fast, you know. There is one time, one time that I got, I got into what you're, the situation that you're describing. Yeah. And that was. Caught in, somebody's eye. Apparently, or, or caught someone's ire because of something I said, or, mm-hmm. right? And it was in St. I believe it was in St. John when we had the big family. Thing. Oh, oh, in the Caribbean. Yeah, right, in the right. Caribbean. And we went in there, and I think we, we was, there were so many of us. It was all the cousins. Yeah. Right? Enough to, to have a football team. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm the run of that pack. <laughs> right and maybe because i was one of the older ones there because i i think it was like everyone just turned like oh, 21 I, okay yeah yeah, yeah you remember, remember that yep. and and then we were in the bar and uh and locals and weren't happy about the that locals one. weren't happy but but we arrived in two waves mm. right and i said something about like yeah can we you know can we get some beers can we get some yaggers or Something, yeah. Some, something that set somebody off. And it was probably the way I was dressed, the way I looked, maybe the part in my hair. I don't I don't know. Who knows? And that, but that guy was just like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, why don't you buy a round for everybody? And then I think it was Hanley and a bunch of the Noel boys all stood up. And that guy was just like, oh, shit. He's like, I think I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. Like, yeah, but then you did buy around for everybody. Of course I did. Yeah, yeah. He's and that that settled pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. But when he saw everyone stand up, well, he, yeah, the guy gave me he, 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 because he sounded he sounded like upset. He was upset that I was in his bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and well, they were having a nice, quiet, probably local uh, night. Yeah, I mean, and then all these tourists come in and stuff like that. Yeah, but he didn't realize that there was also twenty other. Right, right. <laughs> like, and half of them look like football players. <laughs> well, but then you can have an experience like we had at uh, Jackson's on George in Sydney, Australia. That was amazing. Yes. I still tell that story. It was great. We still have the pool cue that the guy yeah. broke in half over his knee and gave yeah. to us. Do, 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 does your audience know about that story? No, no, please. Okay, so we're down at Jackson on George. I believe it's my twenty. 20- first birthday could have been no because i remember we were asked i asked for a shot because you were 18 Mm -hmm. and so i asked for a shot for a birthday because i thought that was what you do yeah Uh, dumb and they're like and they're like uh no the drinking age here is 18 so you you don't you don't get a shot on your 21st birthday (laughs) stars and bars yeah yeah exactly go back home and uh (laughs) and so and so you at the time I don't know how many games of billiards you were playing a day. Oh, a lot back then, yeah. Like eight games a day, ten games pretty, a day. Pretty good at it, yeah. Uh, clearing the table. Uh, dude, dude, I wanted to please. be, you know, Paul Newman. 
Uh, yeah, and you fucking were. Nah, I wasn't that good. Dude, but, you know, dude it was, it was dude, fun. I had a, you know, yeah. Dude, you, I was all right. I think there's a couple times where you cleared the table on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's saw, using yeah. those tiny little balls that they have, too, over there. Yeah, it's a different game. You know, totally different. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you were pretty on your game, dude. With, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, can, yeah. I can go find a, a bunch of people who have played you. And, oh, and they, and they will. Uh, let's say. All right. All right. Let's pod, move pod, on. Okay. Well, listen, that. podcast world. When Jerome was about like 18, 19, 20, <laughs> he would probably destroy anybody in on a on a regulation table. There, there's without a doubt. Rogan, I'm coming for you. You'd, you'd probably school him. You'd probably I'd have school to get my I remember up. the first time that I beat you when I came back from Nevada because I'd been playing. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that was like in the basement. And yeah. you're like, and you're like, what have you been doing? And I'm like, I've been in a bar playing billiards for the last two or three years. Yeah, right. But okay, so so you we're in this bar and uh 21st birthday, having a good time, just just out in uh, Jackson on George, down on the rocks, Sydney, Australia. And and uh we start playing and the tables are full. So this group of dudes comes over and they want to do, they want to play um, teams. Yeah. yeah. They want to play teams. Cause we had the table. Yeah. And, and they and, wanted it. Yes. They wanted, they wanted to take it from us. And uh, one of the guys had uh, Doc Martens and what was that? A purple Mohawk. I think so. And yeah. it was like a three foot Mohawk. I mean, it was, it was wild. It yeah. was like, it was, it was definitely a more than, a, <laughs> more than a hand tall. Right. And his buddy just looked as rough as he did. And so, and so they, they wanted our table and I, I were they putting quarters yeah, down? Put quarters they put quarters down. Yeah, quarters yeah. down. Yeah. And so, and so, <laughs> Jesus. and so they, think that they're just gonna wipe the floor with us especially two americans in their bar yeah yeah they, they just saw that when i looked really a lot younger than i was too dude back you, were, then. you were 18 yeah yeah but like, i looked were, like i was probably like 16 yeah you're just a little yeah a boy to them yeah, these, are, these yeah. are grown men right right <laughs> and scary as fuck <laughs> <laughs> and so you Fucking proceeded. I believed you almost cleared the table yeah, on like the so. first game, and I believe that I said to you, "Hey, dude, um, you might want to you might want to pull it back a little <laughs> bit." And you you looked at I think I, if I remember this exactly, you looked at me and you're like, "Fuck that." <laughs> what an idiot I was. Yeah. I, and <laughs> your play that night. Was so impressive. We played a lot that night. We, we did because those running. guys kept going. Yeah, they kept yeah. and then you just kept killing them. And they were getting drunker and drunker. drunker. And so their shots were getting looser and looser. But I remember at the very end. I mean, go ahead, tell them what they did. Well, at the very end, yeah, they they were just so they they had had just such I, a great experience getting whooped. And the, but we were all having fun too because yeah, we yeah. got you know everything got loose. But they you know the one guy looks at me and he's 
He's like, you need to have a souvenir. <laughs> and he takes one of the pool cues and just snaps it over his knee, which isn't easy. Those things are kind of hefty. No, th- these guys are scary <laughs> yeah. dudes. Yeah. And he's like, here, take this. And I think he like he was like, here, you, you take like, one it, half yeah, and you yeah. take the other half. That way you can sneak it out of and the And we bar. had to put him down our pant, pant legs. Yeah, or in like like in a <laughs> up our like arm jacket, jacket of our oh, arm. Oh, God. I, yeah, uh, that was nuts, dude. I thought I thought we were gonna get knifed. I yeah, I yeah. Didn't, I and then next thing you know, ever. these guys are snapping pool cues and be like, "You guys need a souvenir." I mean, yeah, but you were that. That was some of the most phenomenal billiards I've ever seen played. And well, and I I think the and I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. But I think the lesson learned there is, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Absolutely, but, those guys uh, were cool dudes. We were also the, pretty lucky they were cool dudes because yeah, they, they, they could, did not look like they looked like the cover of a Misfits album. <laughs> you know, I mean, these guys, these guys are like, ah, just like ah, that Australian accent too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, man. and we were just being dumb and mm-hmm. getting drunk. Uh, but that you know, that was a great night though. I, those uh, are the experiences you get yeah. when you, you venture out there yeah. into the world, and that thing is still duct taped together in our in it's our, our bridge. Yeah, yeah, we use it as the bridge. I use it, you know, every time I'm up there. Yeah. And I always think of it when I grab it. I always think of that night. It's like, wow. That was yeah. wild. That was wild. That. And I was on a tear, too. I was getting hammered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't doubt that. To, to the point where I'm sure I got static from mom and dad from my behavior. But no, who knows? Those, yeah. those are just countless events there. Yeah. <laughs> we could go into that, but I don't think we want to. No. Wow. <laughs> I, think we'll, I think your your recorder will run out of batteries. Yeah, right. It'll probably melt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's it's really, you know, it's something. It's, it's a little nerve-wracking to get out there and travel. Obviously, there's a... A lot of cautionary tales and things like that, but again, that's that's part, part of, of what the makes life, yeah, fun. And and even if you have a miserable time, at least after you, it's over, then it's usually a pretty fun time. Like it's it, a good memory. It's funny. If even if it's miserable, you still got a great story. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's you know, in a, in a lot of ways, I think that's what life is all about. And it's 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 easy in this day and age to try and live your life through, you know. A screen yeah. and uh, and all that but boy that doesn't uh it doesn't it pales in comparison to the reality of getting out there and putting yourself out and into the world and seeing what the heck goes on and mixing yeah. it up yeah well i mean like uh you know our, our my next my next uh travels is going to be in south of spain with ina and uh that should that should be for a really good time. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And plus, plus the, the the fact that we can travel through there with with her linguistic capabilities, you know, that, I mean, that it's gonna make it, it's gonna make it so much easier. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can bone up on your Spanish a little I, bit, dude. Though, buddy. I know, dude. It, it's it, like an hour a day, I, I half know, hour. A day. I know, I know. Get I know. the get the absolute yeah. basics, just ingrained mm. or you know i'm i'm surprised you know honestly I, I don't blame you i blame ina because ina she has the choice of coming back here and just speaking spanish and oh yeah like, full deal Im- with it yeah full immersion deal yeah. with it deal with it yeah. and then you'd have to and you know you could switch all your tvs over to spanish, spanish. Yeah. i think or at least do the captions or well something. we 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 watch um uh quite a bit of shows in spanish hmm. like uh one of my really good friends this uh guy chris who's who's uh works at sky with me his wife is 
Portuguese and he is New Zealand and they speak to each other in Spanish because oh, it's a common ground. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was in Spain for so long and she knows Spanish and her English is like not great. And, right. And, right. And, and, and I was just like, dude, how do you do that? In fact, he, he spoke to Ina uh, on the phone because, I don't know, we were, we were just monkeying around or something. He's like, I got you know, on the phone, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, hand over the phone. And he just broke into Spanish. And I'm like, you mother. Yeah, right. I was like, you're making me look bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? My shortcomings. Well, yeah. And, she, and, and the moment she got back on the phone with me, she's like, what the fuck? Why, you are a loser. And I'm like, no. I married the wrong man. I know. I was like, oh, baby. What have I done? Yeah, what have I done? <laughs> All right, we got, I can take a little uh, break real quick. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I, I don't even know where we were, but uh, I guess I'll just keep going from here. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't yeah. really matter. Because, you know, who knows? I mean, I may end up reversing it. Like, this could be a much more concise part of the podcast and you start off with that and then it degenerates into the previous section where we just talk about nothing. Yeah. yeah. But, well, anything, you know, it's sort of bouncing off the walls, but you know, it, it is kind of interesting. I, I forget what movie it was that I saw this, this little uh, interview technique, but essentially it was that as an interviewer, you know, if I'm trying to get, some pretty good information out of you. Yeah. Um, like I could say, you know, so Sven, what do you like about sale making? And you say, you know, kind of a quick response. Like, well, it's, it's been fun. It's interesting. I, I like the people. And then I say nothing. I just stare at you. Oh, and, and the silence brings out, you know, the rest. Cause then the, you know, 10 seconds later, you're like, well, but you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's not so great, and yeah, then so, boom! Yeah, now yeah. we've entered yeah, in. Yeah. In fact, there was a time when I wanted to almost <laughs> kill somebody with my shears <laughs> because I couldn't get a raise. You know, and I almost leapt across a desk. <laughs> well, and it, you which know. has happened. Well, because oh, as I as, didn't kill him though. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good to hear. Because. <laughs> is going out onto the internet uh, the as the podcast is sort of growing and, and and we're getting closer and closer to show number 200 you know we're like 30 30 something away from that because I've always felt that uh, you know with with a lot of the long standing podcasts that I've listened to 200 is usually a pretty big milestone as far as the person has done so many. They've sort of come into their own. They've got their own style. They've developed it and all that. And and that's one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is, is how, not how much I've grown. I mean, I kind of peel back through some of the old ones and listen to them. And I'm kind of like, boy, I, you know, I missed the ball on that. Or, I, you know, I should have really dove into that some more or this or that. So I'm trying to sort of develop a little bit into uh, a person who can, who can sort of find the interesting stuff. I also want to keep it genuine. I don't want to be like manipulating people into, you know, gotcha moments and stuff no, like that. No, you're not that guy. No, you know, no. You know. I, it, it's one of those things though, where I, I think one of the things that I'm trying to do is, is really stay 
involved in the conversation and not worry about the sound and worry about this and, and think about that or what time is it, you know, all that sort of stuff. And that it's tricky to do that because you do want to produce it. But also I think with the new mics and everything. Oh yeah. You got some sweet gear, dude. It, it mean, helps. And I'm, I'm a gear guy. Oh yeah. You know, I love gadgets <laughs> and, and you've got some pretty slick stuff here. You know? But I, you know, I'm still trying to get to know it and, and dial it in because that, you know, in the past with the older stuff, I had to constantly watch the screen. I had to make sure everything was still rolling, all the glitches and things like that. Because there were a few times where it stopped recording and we talked for 15 minutes. And then I'm oh, geez, all right. And then you have to reboot everything. And yeah, yeah. But with this stuff, I, I, think, I think as you know, I get a, a few more episodes in and stuff, the confidence level will get into it to a point where I can really just ignore all of it. And I know that the, the recording well, you, will be all right. You, you'll, you'll just do the fine tuning. Right. Like, like, I mean, it's, it's t totally different world, but we had, I knocked a uh, sewing, like I was having to do, um, 32 meters, 19, 32 meter seams, uh, with the sewing machine. And I didn't quite load the bobbin in correctly and went to step on the treadle, you know, the gas pedal for the sewing machine. Yeah. And something's <laughs> And now this thing was dropping stitches, and I still had eight more 32-meter seams to, to go. To, yeah, yeah, nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare, nightmare. And, uh, you know, but if, if you have good equipment, you take care of it, <laughs> well-maintain it, it makes your life so much easier. So I mean, as 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 we were monkeying around with some of your stuff earlier today, you know, it was it was you know you eventually you will fine tune because we eventually got that machine back to like even better than when we received it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so you'll you'll just hit your sweet spot and then just hopefully lock into it. You know, and, and and you know. yeah, it just holds there. And yeah, it holds there. And this is this is my this is this is this is who I am. This is what the the, the sailing into Bolivian podcast is. This is the audio quality that we're going to maintain. Blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, that, hopefully that yeah. And they, like I said, as as we get closer to the old two hundred, I think I think it'll be kind of interesting. You know, because I'm sure I'll be putting out. A decent amount of these things especially if i end up going sailing again uh do the trip out to like bermuda and then down to the caribbean and all that i'll be able to record quite a few different episodes out there um and then yeah i mean pretty much my hope is that by the fall if i really am able to do the podcast sort of road trip where i'm trying to get all the heavy hitters and stuff like that then you know i'll be geared up and ready to really bring the a game so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're here. You know, you're here in St. Petersburg right now. I believe that the, you know, that the North Sales North American Sales S A L E S meeting is here. You, you know, you might you might you might be interested in sticking around and maybe get a couple of those guys behind the mic. I don't I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, if, if I could. Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately, there is a bit of a time crunch right now, yeah. but. You know, uh, in the future, that's that's going to be. I mean, we're definitely doing Wakefield. I'm gonna I, if I if I have to handcuff him, 
<laughs> to the chair. I'm definitely doing him. Well, I, I do. I really think that his, his story is one of the most coolest success stories I've ever heard. You know, and he's a longtime friend. And, and so hopefully we'll be able to get him on. Well, I, I think it'll be kind of interesting too to to step away from it and have have you essentially fill the fill the shoes. I I love to. I think it'll I, be cool. I would love to. I, I, I've I, always thought you you probably start your own you podcast, know. man. It'd be pretty good. I mean, then you could talk about all the politics and all the stuff that you. Oh oh, man. I would be canceled the next <laughs> day. They cancel you. Uh, I don't know. No, yeah. Well, I suppose they can. Someone Actually, well, can. what were we just talking about? It's like, yeah, if you get canceled, then you get a bigger then audience. Get a bigger audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, yeah, I would just be like, oh, here comes the hate mail. <laughs> Sven's got an opinion about it. He's moved from St. Pete now. He's no longer in St. Pete. <laughs> He's in some island in Tonga. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that that's sort of like what happened to Glenn Greenwald, you know, he, he had some pretty tough, hard-hitting journalism. Yeah, and I think he ended up in Brazil because he was he was just pretty much, tar- you know, doing journalism on American stuff. Yeah, but he was he was hard-hitting. He was hard-hitting. Did not care about what he said, you know. And and I think he was just like, I'm just going to do it from here. You can't touch me here. Oh right, like yeah. that. I, yeah, you know. I, I mean, get out I, of Dodge. I, yeah, exactly. I'll I'll do it from here because you, with the internet, with the YouTubes, with the Rumbles, with the you know the Substack. Substack. I mean, Matt Taibbi. I look at him. I was like, I was watching the uh, the Taibbi in front of the congressional stuff, and that was a joke. I mean, those people didn't even know what Substack was. I barely know what Substack was. You know why? You know why I don't know why so, what Substack is? Because you got to read. It's yeah. not a podcast. It's not a video. It's actual written. It's 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 writing. It's like right. a newspaper. It's a, a newspaper, digital newspaper. A digital newspaper with full on free speech. That's the whole point. Like, and you if you, you subscribe wanna, to it. Yeah, and if you want to go out there and want to be a, a raving lunatic, you can be a raving lunatic. Just no one's got to read your shit. Right, right. You know, know, I've always said that your ability to scream insanity at the top of your lungs is equal to my ability to just turn around and walk away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to listen to you. You know, and if you know, you can switch the channel. You can do. Yeah, you can switch the channel. Just because someone's out there just just yammering on doesn't doesn't mean that you don't have the. Ability to turn it off, right, right, yeah. Well, and that's—I think—that's one of the things that makes a country like ours great. It really does. Where yeah. you know, you, you have the the right essentially to to get out there and scream and yell and voice your opinions, and whether whether it's not good for the people yeah. who are in power or if it's great for them, you know, yeah. still it's. And, it's and I've also got the ability to put my fingers in my ears and yeah. Be like, and La la la! I'm wondering. I gotta go. I gotta go. Exactly. So yeah, because I, you know, I, I, it's nice to be able to be treated like an adult and choose what you choose to believe in. But you know, to have that sort of stuff taken away from you, 
Like if someone, oh, where, some, where someone's like, no, no, we're going to quiet like this. That, yeah, voice. that can't be heard. It's I'll sort be, of like, well, I kind of want to make the decision. I'm like, on that. yeah, who's, how, why? It, it, it makes me more curious. That's what you were saying when we were out in the back. Right, right. Yeah, it, because it, it blows you up. And I think that's the thing that they're, I, th- I think a lot of the people who, who try to mitigate a voice don't quite understand how it works in the 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 digital universe yeah i think they just can't make the connection now now i'm not trying to throw shade on anybody who's trying to voice their opinion or be an activist or helping people or making sure that that wrongs are not righted but but i i think that some of the people are just don't realize how it works you know, I mean, you, you and I were lucky enough to grow up with, like, what was that, like an Atari, I mean, what was that first computer that we had, the one we were playing, the the monochrome star. Oregon Trail. Tra- Oregon Trail. <laughs> now, it, was, it wasn't an Apple. Right before that, yeah, no, yeah. it was some MS-DOS. Was, like, yeah, weird. no, we had to go through MS-DOS shell. We had yeah. to do C-Prompt, you know. Uh, what was it? Uh, what, what, what do you type? It's uh, oh god. I- anyways, but you, you had to get the directory, yeah, in order to find the 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 uh, the file, the executable, and, yeah. and it's in all order just to type. Yeah, it's know? just type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so uh, you know, we were lucky to grow up with that for ever since we were in our preteens. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and and so you know we. I think I think some of the people who are who are sort of doing stuff, regardless if they're in our same age group, probably didn't have that opportunity to to be involved with early computing. And so you and I take computing as just like, oh, it's just normal day to day. You know, it's just like, yeah, this is what you do. Yeah. Don't click that email. Don't listen to that person. Don't you know, right, you, right. You know, you you can you can navigate the the computer world because you know I hate to say internet world. I, I because anytime you're getting in front, of, it's screen world. Let's call yeah. it that. Let's call it that. Right. If if you haven't spent the majority of your life navigating that. I can see how it seems like a, a, a weird place or 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 one that you're fresh to, even though these people should have been operating in this world for the last 20 years, just like us. But we operated it from kids. Right. We we you, you like it, the, the kids today. Holy crap, dude. They can sniff out nefarious shit from a mile away, dude. They know they know. This is all they know. All they know is a. Can you imagine if you woke up, or you were birthed right into a a 4K television? I had. I couldn't even imagine. I, I mean, couldn't even dude, imagine. We had VHS. You're yeah, putting cassettes well, into had, a machine, and we didn't have a whole lot of time to watch it. Like no, because it was like you can watch TV for one hour. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. And now it's like here, just take the screen, look at the screen, quiet right. down, dude. Dude, I, 
I'll tell you what, I have fallen into that trap just a little bit. Yeah. But it's only because I'm so thirsty for what's going on in the world. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, well, right. you do. You devour all this this content. Yeah, sure. and, and the moment it gets boring, I switch to something else. Yeah. You know, or or, or irrelevant, or it's, it's not, I'm not, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, my skis aren't lining up. <laughs> like, let's get back on the lift. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Let's start over. Let's go up. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go back up again. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, what, to to what we were talking about before, uh, with with the whole sort of not hate culture, not really the call out culture, but like, so you you take these these programs where they like have a problem with some sort of issue or some person who's spouting off about something, and yeah, like you said the if if you're trying to quiet that person and be like oh you know we need to this is this this shouldn't be going on and this person's an idiot and da 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 you know if then you proceed to make a 15 minute video about that person showing all of these clips <laughs> and then trying to explain it you're not doing yourself any favors because you're just essentially giving them your platform to now reach a bigger audience oh yeah you're turning the spotlight on them yeah and so you know so when and and it almost encourages the ridiculousness of their message oh it absolutely does because you yeah then you get into the situation where you're like wow i want to say the most crazy thing i am going to be so fucking crazy (laughs) that you cannot ignore me yeah yeah yeah. no in fact you're going to be like that person is a danger yeah right, and that you know, and and that's and then you just get into the it's just it's just then it sort of snowballs. But yeah. there are other, I think, uh, examples of where uh, it's it's led to a pretty positive thing. I mean, if you look at a guy like Tim Dillon, yeah, if you know, if he, I don't know, where he's like, I'm Alex Jones, but I'm joking. But I'm joking. Well, and you know, when he did that Megan McCain thing, uh, like one minute video. That that was pretty attention grabbing. I'm pretty sure that must have been part of the reason why he got on Rogan. Well, no, I mean he's, he's been a comedian though. He's been a comedian a for a long time, but yeah. that was that was like a big sort of breakthrough thing, and because it was so ridiculous, it was so yeah, over it, the top. Yeah, it's like it's like you can't possibly think this is yeah yeah anything yeah. else except for. Satire. But it was enough to uh, I you know those are the sort of things where not only do the people who enjoy it propagate it but the people who are like see this is what's wrong we should <laughs> this, this is terrible this should be taken down they propagate it if not the same amount probably more you know because they start to incite people yeah, and they're angry like, and they're we like, can't have look it. at this look, look at it again look at it look at it again look at it again yeah <laughs> I don't know. It's such a where, where someone who actually enjoyed it and thought it was funny probably only looked at it once. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Know, everybody else hated it. Like snickering <laughs> in a corner. Yeah, like, it's just like, this, this is, is great. This is great. Yeah. Right. You know, I, when I when I walk through the world, I learn to appreciate that much more about people who have a good fucking sense of humor. Oh yeah, I, I, that that is not always there. And I and I don't understand it because I love a good joke. I can I can handle satire. And I can handle, you know, someone really punching up a joke. Yeah. You know, and 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 when I meet somebody who doesn't have a particular sense of humor, doesn't get it. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, 
what? What's not funny about this? Like, you showed me that video of the guy putting the guy in the box. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> there, there are the most subtle moments on that. I mean, yeah, like, like all that, all that other stuff that's dramatic, right? Yeah. It's the subtle shit. That's the funny shit. Oh yeah, and you it, have to pay attention to it. Y- yes, yes, you have a have to pay attention. Sometimes, sometimes I get into a little, <laughs> a little heated with, with with my wife because I'm like, no, 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 you just if you turn your head away, you miss the funniest part. Right, right. You have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. I'm like these, and and I, I wonder if the comedy writers and the and the guys who are in those rooms, like whether it be like. I don't know, someone for like Family Guy or I, I can't imagine those 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 writing rooms must be the most hilarious place on the planet. Right? Oh, just spitballing these ideas. Oh, just spitballing these ideas. Arrested Development, you know, sh- shit like that. South Park. So, oh, Jesus. Trey and Matt. Those, yeah, those guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're, they're a national treasure. <laughs> you know, and they're funny. They're funny. But but it's the. I think the hardest part of writing the really good stuff is the subtle shit because that's you're at, if you're a professional like humorist mm-hmm. right the subtle stuff is the hard part and it's also the part that the people will miss. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. and that would be unbelievably frustrating that you're like you you didn't you didn't look at my good shit. You didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. you laughed at the slapstick, but you yeah, yeah, the yeah. You were you were waiting for the explosion, right? But it, it was it was no. well, but you know, get some people like that, and they they're like, yeah, I don't, you know. Well, everyone's got to make a living. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you know. But but I, that if I if if I was in that space, I would I would find that tremendously frustrating, knowing that. 80%, 75% of my shit was just going to go unnoticed when that is the best stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That way, that way, that way, I'd be like, oh. Yeah. No, you can yeah. never control what the public is going to devour nope. and yeah. enjoy and all that. I mean, mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's why, you know, I, I think that's why I enjoy listening to Tim Dillon's podcast because he kind of gives you a bit of the both of it. I mean, he's, he's, he has a lot of ridiculous, loud buffoonery, but then he also has he these sneaks really in a little subtle, just jokes and digs. And, and I mean, he's, he's one of those guys, his podcast. I can't, when I'm out at sea, if I'm listening to his podcast, him and, and Bill Burr as well, yeah, Bill's pretty good. Yeah, they make me want to immediately pull the microphone out and start recording my own podcast. The only problem is they've like infected my brain, and yeah, and because you can't copy them. You, you, I mean, or, or not that you would. You can try all you want, but you're yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. be able to. No, you got to be your own. You got to be your own dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. But you, you know, you. I catch myself, uh, you know, having some sort of. Bill Burrish type lines are trying to, and I, I'm like, oh, geez, that's I can't know. What am I doing? I, I just can't live up to that, and I can't do that for an hour straight. There's no way. You, you, you know, you know what I've done to sort of, you know, because I, I love those guys, right? And I think that that snap that they have, mm, the right? wit, yeah, 
You're right. Exactly. Perfect. Wit. Right? Every once in a while, I'll come up with my own. Right? And and uh, it's, it's just like, how do you find that place for yourself? Right? Yeah. You know? And... And as long as it's genuine and original, whether you're trying to be funny, whether you're trying to make commentary, whether you're, you're trying to discuss something serious or laughable, you know, you just sort of, you, you'll find your stamp. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to put your stamp on it, you know. And, and, and some of the stuff that I've heard, you know, with, with your, your podcast is so fucking genuine and so funny and I know you're not even you're not even trying to be funny. You're just trying to have a a, a good conversation with somebody. And, and it's, well, it's, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. It, well, and it is, you know, I, I definitely I I've come into it trying to just be myself. Yeah. I don't like to do a whole lot of research on a person that say I'm meeting for the first time because I I kind of enjoy. No. Yeah, because you want to learn. I want to get to know this person, uh, not just for myself, but for my audience as well. And I think, you know, if I come in hot knowing knowing all these things about this person, and I don't mention, you know, like when I was doing the last podcast with uh, Elliot, you know, I didn't know what type of boat he was Good, on. yeah, because yeah, it's time to learn. It's and, time to learn. But I've, you know, every once in a while, I'll catch flack for that sort of thing as well, where somebody be like, "Dude, why don't you do some research before you do this?" And it's like, "Well, because no, that's not no, because that's a whole point." Yeah, I, I'm trying point. to learn yeah. about this, and uh, and I mean, also then if I already know what the boat is, you know, then we don't talk about that right now. It's you, know? you and me in a kitchen talking shit, but there's a thousand other people. Yeah, there's, there's sort of like an audience around. Well, you better hope. Who knows? We'll see how the downloads go. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Busted. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, you know, you, you, you've always been a fan favorite, especially for sure. I mean, you've got the... Well, what were you going to name this one? Uh, the return of the return of the return. I think that's the best one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Once again, Sven. Sailing into oblivion prevents... <laughs> presents Sven. singing into oblivion. Sven. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like a side. No, no, no. That's what we'll do. Guess. If I interview Wakefield, you're just gonna have to retitle it. Sinking into sinking oblivion. Put a little little Photoshop picture like right that. over the marinara trench. Yeah, I ain't getting that one back up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Terrible. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. It, it it is fun, and it's like I always said. It's it's just a great great excuse to just sit down, mm-hmm. no phones, no distractions, and just have sort of uh, you know. It could be a loose conversation. It could be poignant. I mean, you know, you and I have sat down with an agenda before. We've sat down completely off the cuff, yeah, pretty we, much like this, you know. And and either way, it's always kind of fun, and I I always end up learning stuff. Well, we you know we've we've discussed sail making, we've discussed careers in the marine industry you know mm-hmm. and so now it's getting you know sort of fun right and uh i i remember uh pondering like this one like a m- couple months ago oh and I, yeah i'm gonna talk about yeah, well, it next yeah, dude and i you Pressure's know you know on. what i was 
you know what off sweat starts. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what, <laughs> you know what I was I was thinking. I was like I was like maybe we should do one on knots. Oh my! I remember it. And you and you yeah yes. Does the rabbit comes out of the hole? Oh yeah! No no you know you shoot the rabbit, bury the hole, cut down the tree. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like we could we could talk about knots you know these, but I, I it's 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 fun to do this with you. I know that I know that your marine industry guys you know I you know they they they've got to love it right because you know, you hear about uh, like like it was Mary right Mar- Mary the dock master yeah, yeah yeah oh my god that was awesome you know. Hey, you get the insight from the oh yeah, the real deal. Oh, what a great job! What a great experience, you know, and uh, and learning about how the hell she got to where she was. What did she say? Like twenty jobs later or something like that. Twenty two, I think. Twenty three. I know, right? Well, that's one of the things in the marine industry. You know, there is a lot of job hopping that goes on because you're making new connections and there's opportunities and. And and the location thing of it, because you know yeah, everybody's always moving. trying. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, yeah. we did this one. Let's go try that place. Yeah, if you, if you sail, boat don't sail. Yeah, then, right. Then exactly. Just, then just tend your lawn. <laughs> tend your lawn. <laughs> you know, walk it. That that's one of my favorite sayings. Like when when you've had a disaster out at sea, you you grab an oar and you walk inland until somebody says, "What's that?" And then you buy a chicken farm there. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's like I've I've I now got that. far enough away from the ocean yeah. that I will yeah. never have yeah. to hear about it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right, ladies, come back into the pen. <laughs> yeah, come back into the coop. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. man. Now I don't know. It's it's uh yeah, it's it's always fun. Always fun to just sit down and chat. It's great. Yeah, you know, fantastic. Are are we at the are we sort of tail ending it? I don't know. Well, we can we can always just sort of pause it and because uh, one of the cool things with with our podcasts that we do, you know, it's all so off the cuff and sort of all over the place. You yeah. can I can you know we can sit down at any point and chat for another like thirty minutes and I can just string it all together. Well, I, I was I was talking to you earlier about that Lex podcast. Yeah, eight hours that's a lot i mean that's i think with something like that you would have to like if we were to sit down and really get into i don't know like sail making or or america's cup and we do our own research on some of the past and future and all that oh his his guest had a laptop in front of him yeah and he was he was typing away right yeah because he was he was getting the information that he had already gathered right right and so this was whole cloth it wasn't it wasn't just he was just wikipediaing it yeah you know this is he was going through his own data but i was like i was like when i when i first brought it up on my phone and i was like eight hours i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me man (laughs) that's an audio book man yeah it is yeah i was i was shocked and not a single second of that podcast was unvaluable. It all had value. Yeah. And I was and and I was just I was like, holy crap, man. And the fact that Lex was willing to muscle through that 
Because the other guy looked like he had been on Adderall. No, I mean, he, no, he didn't know. He probably he, he wasn't. He wasn't. Accusations? He wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're not doing accusations. <laughs> but 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 yeah, he he was shot out of a cannon. Yeah, and Lex looked like he was just muscling through. He was just trying to get to the you know end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, it is because you're you know mentally, it's tough. I mean, I I did a podcast. Uh, I've done a podcast every day for the last three days. This is the third one. And, you know, it's that's that's a lot to do. I mean, and I know like Rogan does. Sometimes he'll do two or three podcasts in a day. Uh, in his max, I one time saw like uh, three come out in one day, I think. Well, I, whether I, or not he recorded all three that day, though, um, I know. Well, I know he's done two. Yeah, I know oh, he's done know two, he's done two, two three yeah. hours. And that's probably the inspiration that Lex got. It was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to. Well, it's, yeah. it's tough. I mean, you know, it's tough not only mentally to sort of keep plowing through, well, but I mean, I mean, their voice. Alone. I mean, I, I don't really find how you know, I don't listen to Howard Stern at all. You know? Yeah. It, every day. I used to. Yeah. I used to listen to him every day. I don't listen to or him. He's, I think he's like three days a week now. Yeah. 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 But back in the day. Back in the day. Four hours guaranteed every day yeah. whether it's through uh i don't know the mbc affiliates or wnbc yeah pig vomit you know How I, I, I mean yeah but it, yeah i, I sit I, down I, shut I, up I, yeah <laughs> i used to mainline him every day oh yeah you know yeah. and so he yeah he you know he did it it's it's a and think of the prep yeah, think of the prep. Think of the wind down we got to talk about tomorrow. You know, that's there's a lot of work in there. There's, there's a, a lot. lot of hidden work in there that a lot of people don't see. You know, just because you get a couple funny guys on the, you know, on the <laughs> making, yeah, doesn't, making crank make for making crank calls. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he's got well, and that thinks he's got a pretty big well, team. He's, of he's got a huge team. All. But yeah. in the beginning, for the first decade or more, oh yeah, just was, him, yeah, and everybody's yeah. telling him you're terrible. You are horrible, and he's yeah. like, "I'm just gonna keep doing it." Yeah, no. I mean, that's you know, I, I you have to. Give, I mean, his. Give I mean, plot, I like mean his 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 turn on celebrity is sort of you know sort of wasted on me. I, I'm not really interested about it. But uh, yeah, neither am I. I <clears throat> no, but when they were making crank calls, oh God, like Tradio. Oh God, he he was he he really was something. He was groundbreaking in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, he, he was absolutely groundbreaking, yeah. and he also paid a price because oh, he definitely he was, did. because he had a you know the FCC was you know finding him left, right, and central. Central, you know his, you know he he paid a monetary price. Oh, for sure, yeah. For sure, and those yeah. were those were fines that were far beyond what was said. I mean, we're talking millions of dollars. Well, yeah, and it's like, wait, you you gonna find somebody millions of dollars for something you said? Well, it's like, back it's, then, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, back then, back then. And yeah. that's the thing too is you know, couple on top of that the the whole fear of like, man, you you might actually step over some stupid line that all of a sudden they they remove you from, they pull your license or whatever. Well, the other thing too is that they are always moving the line. Always, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, because, because if you have a big company that's like, you know, f let's say funding a politician or r writing lobbyist bills, right, that, mm. that they're going to sign in, 
if they're moving the line, then he's got to take the brunt of that line being moved all yeah. the time. Well, what's, it, what's that saying? Like the first one through the wall always gets bloodied and bashed or something like that? Something like that. You know, but nowadays, you know, uh, like I watch, you know, some I, 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 mo- I only watch um, independent news and and it's mostly on YouTube and stuff like that. And those like uh, Crystal and Sager on um, Breaking Points. Um, great news podcast, uh, news television show, you know, available online. Anyways, when someone's giving me the fucking news and drops the f bomb in the middle of their, yeah, know, it's kind of. A- I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm listening now. <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, you, you imagine like uh, uh, Walter Cronkite dropping the f bomb. <laughs> Back in the eighties, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, 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 wait, what, what, what did you say? Wait, 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 rewind it. Yeah, that's that's a blooper reel that gets you know. Yeah, they're like, they're like, Putin, fuck this one up, and you're like, what? What? Zelensky, fuck this one up. You know, who was who was that newscaster that that went on the air pretty hammered? Um, like they some some news. Some breaking news thing happened, and it was you know after hours after the nightly news, and he was down. Maybe it was Dan Rather or something. And he was down in the bar across the street, and they had to go like get him, and they put him on air anyway. Oh, I don't know that. That oh. was back in like the eighties or nineties. Um, man, oh, you have to know. look I'm that one up. Have yeah, to look that one up. It, you man. know, I mean, it, you know, outside of a blooper reel, right? You know, but that that's also the nice thing about, you know, the availability of content that we can get, right? Because, because whether you like it or not, you can hunt down stuff that pretty much reflects um, um, the, the, the communities that we live in, right? You, know, you can always find something that gets a little bit more accurate. And as these independent guys come out, they do. They get more accurate because they they understand that the American people are not a bunch of fucking idiots. And so if they can cater to the people who are desiring, want, trying to claw their way up some decent accuracy yeah. of what the fuck is going on out there, then and if that and if that um, consumer base is there then they will tend to it you know that's why all these news uh corporation stuff have, have gone downhill because people just don't trust them yeah and well, no, well they're finding other avenues of accuracy mm. and i think people are more trustworthy for those other avenues and i i, I think it benefits everybody you know, you, you don't want to be left in the dark. You don't want someone pulling a, a black bag over your head and, and screaming into what you should hear. I mean, that's not necessary. You should, you should be able to navigate a world that allows you to understand the things that are going around you. And if, and if that's independent media and media wants to cater to that desire, then I think that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Well, and, you know, I, I can remember as a kid, 
the news seemed to be what little I can remember of watching, you know, which wasn't much, but essentially the news report would come on and it was just basically stating what the heck happened that day in the last 24 hours or, around yep. the world or whatever. And we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. There wasn't this sort of, uh, oh, oh, yeah. you know, well, I mean, here's yeah. my take on this. And, and there weren't the opinions and all that. It was more like, here are the news events that have gone on. Yeah. And we'll be, be keeping you up to date on this, that, and that. And then we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And then, yeah. poop, that was it. Yep. Yeah. And, and here's your look. Here's uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that, you know, I... Obviously, lots of stuff changed when they started doing the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah, with CNN. It was Ted, Ted Turner. Yeah. All of a sudden, you, you do have to come up with more America's content. Cup winner? Yeah. Ted oh, Turner. Yeah. Ted, Ted Turner, yeah. Well, well, didn't he the get, mouth of the South. Didn't he get out of, uh, <laughs> out of sailboat racing as the technologies started I think changing so. it wasn't that something he had talked about where he was just like yeah you know all this all the computers and gadgets and all that I kind of yeah his I think he wanted more you know pull in on the Vang and get the Cunningham down and move the traveler around a little yeah bit. yeah the, the real raw basics of sailing I mean yeah. you know I'm the I'm the same way personally you know I like to keep everything as simple as humanly possible out there and and. You know, it shows in the boat for sure. Obviously, there are some technologies I like because it's nice to get weather and it's nice to be able to communicate from anywhere on the planet. But, you know, I also don't have I don't I don't ever know exactly how fast the wind is blowing. I don't have an anemometer on there. Yeah. Yeah. The best you'll be doing is smoking a cigarette, seeing which way the <laughs> smoke goes and how fast, you know, but but like. Uh, you know, like the first time I saw uh, Melges 20, I think it's Melges 20. That's her, that's her hottest sport boat, you know. I think Melges 24 or something. Or Melges. No, Melges 24 is old. That's like oh, 90s. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like Melges 20 or something. I, I, I can't keep track of all this shit. There's so many. Yeah. And this thing had tracks for the standing rigging. And oh, the, right, right. The moment I saw that. I was just like, ah, oh, it's too much, man. That's that's gone to a whole different level. I'm like, you are, you are, you've got tracks for your standing carbon rigging. Yeah. I well, like, I, but you know the. Well, it, it, yes, yes. It, just if you, tweet. if you, if you, if you, if you want to go out on Biscayne Bay, and have just a, a race of Formula One cars on the water, yes, that is cool. But when I saw that showing up in 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 my wheelhouse. Yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, yay. I'm like, oh no. It's going a little too I yeah, I'd almost rather just have them design a new boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I'm yeah, super sexy. I'm sure fun as hell. Tricky though to sail. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, I well, mean like back in the day with the small boats, I, I can remember seeing and, and sailing my first thistle. Which, oh yeah, and those are quick. They're very quick boats in yeah. a good blow. I mean, you know all that stuff. But it's it was one of those things compared to like a Pearson Ensign. 
that uh, you know that Pierce was, is great it's great because it's super basic it's really easy um, but it but has can, all the controls it has all the controls but, so you, you get know, taught how to sail a thistle has more controls for you know one aspect of it than an ensign has on its entire hull oh, you know it's like holy cow and and you get people that fine tune and know every single one of those where they don't even have labels on them and there's so many it's just like holy yeah, yeah. Cow. My, my my buddy ben he he's a thistle sailor from um from the great lakes mm. and uh and he had i think he had either purchased or he was campaigning i, I think he was campaigning at thistle this thing looked like a piece of furniture dude <laughs> really it was so gorgeous there was like they're beautiful a, boat. gorgeous like, like six coats of 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 uh spar uh, what's it called uh what's the schooner is that is that the well nice, there's a whole bunch but yeah that's it, one that, that, it's a nice varnish yeah 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 and it was shockingly beautiful it was a piece of furniture i'm like you're gonna put that in the water <laughs> i'm like come on man a, you might hit something yeah right <laughs> you know it was it was just that gorgeous and then when i started looking at the rig and all the stuff i was like eh, that's a lot going on there tons man. Tons. tons i'm like you cannot sail this by yourself no fucking way. Not not in any not, not efficiently, like a com- yeah. competitive way or anything like that. No, yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need those two people. Out there well, it's like sure. it's like the Walloon Seventeens, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, well, are, those are those are pretty basic, but like they're most uncomfortable boat to sail. Oh, they're terribly uncomfortable. Yeah, but they're they're neat because it feels like you know. A and then there's the, and then there's the NMs, which is just pretty much a bigger version of a Walloon Seventeen. I don't know which came first. I, I think the NM did probably. Yeah, because it's like it's, it's classic old. You know, yeah, like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Yeah, sexy boat. So, well, you know, but get, nice. yeah, I I tell you what, you know. Go go get yourself a sports car, and tell me how comfortable it is to drive that, and you'll be like, yeah, it's a little hard on the, yeah, right on the back. Not yeah, gonna do the cross country yeah, trip. We, we stop and crawl over a speed bump. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, well, that's we, true. You know, so yeah, but they are they are beautiful when they're underway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, for sure. Well, and they look really nice on the mooring. <laughs> That, that's the only that that literally I there's so many you just of those set boats. it all right there yeah. Yeah, they look great on the morning it's a nice little ornament it's a cool. nice dock house ornament <laughs> all right well hey man i i think we gotta at least wrap it up for now i mean i'm here for a while so who yeah. knows maybe we'll we'll kick back into gear yeah um, no i've been having a lot of fun you know it's always good to it's nice know. just to yeah to to just shoot the shit man it well, really is here, here's, here's, I'll, I'll leave it off with this because I always leave it off with yeah, this yeah you, you like to tie a little bow yeah, on it yeah yeah I'll tie a little bow on it when you go into the library of your life moments like these will always be wonderful they'll always be nice wow <laughs> <laughs> classics man love it man thank you for coming on the show we'll, we'll probably do some more of these i don't doubt that for one second yeah let's just keep that library stocked love it there you go i'm pounding on the table now pound it out <laughs> <laughs> all right